Well, let me tell you something, brother. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now, please find yourself a seat at their table. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. I'm PJ. And I'm Mike. And we are back again this week with Matt. If you listened to last week's episode about uh, metal bands, Matt was uh, was on that with us, and he's back again this week to talk about wrestling. Hey, guys. What's happening? Thanks for having me on again. Uh, I mean, this is like we said, this is about a wrestling episode. And back in the day when we were in like middle school and high school, yeah. I mean, me and Mike were big wrestling fans. Yes. We used to watch like every pay per view event. Yeah, the Attitude Era. Yeah, the Attitude that. Era. We would like watch every Monday Night Raw, every Nitro, every SmackDown, all that stuff. I mean, ECW. We were into it. We watched all those shows. Um, so this is a fun episode for us. It's like a, a throwback. Yeah, and just to let our audience know, we have uh, Matt back. He was on with us our best metal bands, and he was sensational. So. Um, Thank we'll you. Find out more about him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Matt's a big wrestling guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm wearing my uh, fuck Bill Goldberg shirt. Oh. My, my pro. <laughs> That's Brett, what that is. Yeah, oh. my pro Bret Hart anti Bill Goldberg shirt. <laughs> yeah, I make a picture. PJ put a clip in. He's like, okay, Bill Goldberg. Oh <laughs> yeah, I would have um, shit those guys in wrestled in Saudi Arabia and got each guy got paid $3 million each. Bill Goldberg, who kicked me in the head, never even thought about it, eight months later, um, went over to Saudi Arabia, got paid $3 million for a five-minute wrestling match and put all that money in his pocket, but never once thought about costing me $16 million when he kicked me in the head. And so, you know, I, I... I regret that I got injured by a, a guy that couldn't wrestle and had no has no business of being in a Hall of Fame. You know, he should be in the Hall of Shame. <laughs> that's fucking worst wrestler like when, of all time. I always like when Bret Hart got mad. Like yeah. I think that's when he was at his best. Yeah. Like when he was. Oh, like, yeah, when he keeps he keeps referring to him as Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. I, I saw that clip recently. That's so hey, good. Okay, Bill. <laughs> That is funny. I saw a meme the other day and completely unrelated. Well, sort of related because it's got Bret Hart in it. It was um, uh, it was a picture of like a living room and there was a TV up against the wall and two chairs n- next to the TV. And it was like, this is perfect for wrestling watching. And it was the photo of Bret Hart standing to the side of the TV <laughs> right, right, watching right, right, the match. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look it up to really get it. so but. good. Yeah. I'm wearing my uh, my NWO Outsider shirt. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Representing. Got Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and X-Pot, well, six back then. Yeah. yeah. And I got uh, my uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, Don't Trust Anybody. That's, yeah, that's the DTA shirt the, uh, with the, the skull. Uh, with the, 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 uh, snake the snake skull. Yeah. like that. But uh, today's episode, we're just talking about our favorite, you know, wrestling moments, you know? And so we also start with a childhood memory. So, guys, I want to ask you guys, what was the first wrestler that got you into wrestling? Start with Mr. Matt. I mean, I feel like growing up in the being a kid in the late '80s, early '90s, I feel like everybody's intro to wrestling was probably Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> looking back, Hulk Hogan is a fucking terrible wrestler. <laughs> like as far, like his his the, personality, the, the personality is great, was but in ring. Yeah. Four moves, punch, maybe. Punch, the bo- punch, body slam, the, yeah. the big boot, the big leg, and then the thing where he shakes his finger at you. Right. When he holds up. Yeah, when he holds yeah. like right. And yeah, that's right. not even a move. That's just he <laughs> shakes. <laughs> but, yeah, probably Hulk Hogan and then, like, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. And, yeah. and then eventually, like, Bret Hart was yep. became, like, my favorite wrestler. Yeah, I think of my brother with Bret Hart. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, yeah, absolutely, absolutely Hulk Hogan is, is one of my first wrestling memories. Also, uh, Doink the Clown, Yo! and then having Dink, little Dink, come out yeah. from under the ring. I was, I, they should bring him back. Like, that, they dead? Oh. Aren't all three of them oh, dead? Man. He might, oh, he man. might I'm be. I'm sure, dead. like, to get someone. I hate they could put anybody in that. Right. Yeah. Was, like a skin, but like, mm. he was a great villain, man. Like, he you was know, great. He, you know, his voice, like, you know, the demonic clown. You know, yeah, and it was, the, it was like the happy clown music, and then it became like the sad, like, creepy yeah. Yeah. music when yeah. he came walking out. I think his finishing move was a whoopee cushion, right? Something like that. Funny, man. I think for me, it was, of course, Hulk Hogan. I think of, uh, like, Razor Ramon, too. Like, he was just, oh, yeah. man. Like, just Iconic. Like, Iconic, yeah, like, right. I used to be afraid of him. I'll get into one of my favorite moments with him. But, 
You know, I just remember him being so big, like his chest and his shoulders. Gigantic. Like, oh, my God. It's just huge. And here's how great he is. I fully believed that he was like. Yeah, like a dude from Cuba. Yeah, Cuban dude totally who lived in it. Miami. Yeah. yeah. Thought that was a real accent yeah. as a kid. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I have another childhood memory about wrestling mm-hmm. that involves Mike and his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. We were at a friend's house. I don't remember which pay-per-view we were watching. No, I don't know. The, yep, we were watching. But we were, like, wrestling in, like, the living room, and we probably shouldn't have been. Yeah. And and Mike's back of Mike's head went, like, straight into the corner of a glass metal mirrored <laughs> table. Yeah. And just blood everywhere. I remember that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, I remember. We were, like, we were, like, we were, like, play wrestling. Right. And I just fell backwards, you know, to yeah. act it out. I remember it was, like, Boom. And then I went like everyone like stopped dead. I'm like, I think I'm all right. I put my hand, in, you know, at the back of my head. I'm like, oh boy. And now they just do that shit at real wrestling yeah, shows. Yeah, and exactly. Smashing mirrors so, and light tubes on their fucking heads. I still heads. got the scar, man. I still, still got, got the scar. scar. But um, actually, real quick, what other childhood memory? You guys remember like obviously wrestling toys? I don't yeah. Know they had like the one with the rings and all that. We were the ones that were like made out of rubber. Yeah. You could like yes. stick your fingers like in their ass almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You could like. I go, forgot like, about rah, those. Yeah. Rah, like that. I used oh, to have all those wrestling toys, man. I used to love. I had the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I had. Yeah. I had the when they had like the the ones that had the the moves where like yeah. Hulk Hogan had the bear hug or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. I had two of those. I had the regular blue ring, and then they had the yellow yes. King of the Ring ring. Yep. And I had both of those, and uh, yeah, I had all those like old rubber figures, yeah, like yeah. the big, the big like ones, the yeah, twelve inch figures or whatever they were. Yeah. So I had a Ted RCD at my desk. Remember, I used to have that. My <laughs> I think you gave it to me. I think I did give it to you, <laughs> along with like an autographed Scott Steiner yeah. photo or some shit like that. I think. So uh, and then also there was like a break in between me watching wrestling in like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Then I took like I don't know. I just I kind of fell out of it for a while, and then I remember getting back into it because of Stone Cold. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the Monday yeah. Night He's, Wars was yep. big. Yeah. That was. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember falling out of it, but I, I I must have because there was some sort of, and I don't even remember how I got back into it. It was probably Stone Cold, but I don't know how I started watching it because of that or yeah. whatever. But yeah, Stone when Stone Cold came around, that yeah, that, that changed. Like, yeah, that, he like, was like crazy. A, that brought wrestling back. It was to, just yeah. the right person at like the right time because even right. like if it was just The Rock. I don't think The Rock could have yeah, no, revitalized. Yeah, no it was, the, it was the two Cold. of them to. Yeah, yeah. And he was just such. He was like, uh, he was a heel, but he was just you so couldn't awesome. Help but, yeah, he was yeah. so good on the mic yeah. that you couldn't help but yeah. cheer for him. And that glass breaking was just like yeah, yeah. The I mean, you would blow the roof off arenas as soon as you heard that glass break. Everyone just flipped out. Yeah, the out. whole yeah. place <laughs> would was, stand up and go was, insane. Yeah, that was like pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. it really it was. was. But um, you know, let's, you know, Matt, start us off. What's like one of your favorite wrestling moments? So I mean, um, one that comes to mind, an iconic match. We're talking about Razor Ramon, the the first, or really any of the ladder matches with Shawn Michaels yes, yes. and Razor Ramon. Just and and he Scott Hall was a big dude. Oh my god! You know, and to like see him like climbing, jumping off the ladder, and stuff like that, and the, just iconic. It's. Yeah. You know, that's like ingrained in my. What was that WrestleMania 10? Was that, that was the first 10, one? I think. Or was it a SummerSlam? Uh, there was two. I think there was a the SummerSlam. was a SummerSlam, I think, if I'm not was mistaken. Was that the one when, when Shawn Michaels came back as he claimed to be the real Intercontinental Champion because he never lost and he got hurt I th- or whatever? And I th- like yeah, that. I think that's how it started because yeah. Razor Ramon was the, was the, new the champion it, yeah. at the time. So it was like to the once and for all. Right. But yeah, any of those matches with, with him and Shawn Michaels just. Click. Yeah, just, unbelievable. Just hit, like we used to do the Razor's Edge. Just like he used to put big guys on his shoulders. Yeah, and that's—I mean, that's. I just would think like huge. all they had to do was n- not fall the right way, and they're, they're dead, paralyzed. Yeah. yeah, like that's insane. Those, what an insane like, move anxiety, that was. Oof. Yeah, that's one of them though. That was, Jesus. and he was always one of my favorites. That's why he's on my shirt today. Is, is uh, Scott Hall? He was just like a larger-than-life character, like just so yeah. easy to like, root for him and like or, yeah. or cheer or, or boo him. Like either way, like he could get you to react any way he wanted to some people are like you can't help but cheer for them or you can't help but boo with them no matter what scott hall was great he could play his character so that you would like any way he could play the audience he was right. great exactly yeah, yeah. he for was sure. really really good one of my um 
earlier favorite wrestling memories is so stupid. It's just so stupid. It's when Papa Shango got Ultimate Warrior to like throw up at the I side that. of the that ring. Scared the shit out of me. I was like kid, fucking I was, nine years old. Yeah, or 10 I was a years kid. Old. I'm like, oh, he's he's using his voodoo. He's making him throw up everywhere. Right, right, right. And you watch it now. It's so incredibly stupid, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> right, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, because that character, like, you can't get away with that now. Like goofy characters, like. Yeah. Where it's a yeah. voodoo guy. Yeah, like looking yeah. back, it was goofy as shit. But oh, when, yeah. you're, when you're nine, yeah, ten they, years right. old, it's, it's like, like, oh my like, god, this, like, guy's, this guy's got powers. Yeah, he's got yeah, bones yeah. around his yeah. neck, <laughs> and he's all tattooed up and mm-hmm. skull face paint. It's terrifying. And then, like years later, he becomes the Godfather, and I had no idea that it's the same guy no at way. all. I was like, no, nah, that's it can't be. Yeah, I, I, there's just no way, and it is. But you just never realize yeah. it as a kid. Two polar opposite characters. And there are some people that, like, change characters and they look exactly the, it's the same human. Yeah. And I still can't figure out that it's a different yeah. guy. That's how talented they are at their acting. Yeah. Yeah. I think for mine, actually, I looked up the exact date. I remember I, I, watched, I remember watching this on TV, Monday Night Raw, and, like, we were just jumping in my bedroom. Like, I was just, I was just, I couldn't believe it. It's uh, September 28th is when Stone Cold came out in the Zamboni. Yes. Was, like, dude, that was, like, I'm getting chills right now. I just... That was just unbelievable. <laughs> and I just, and like, I just wrote here, like, it was like, that was like a special time. I think what the Attitude Era was so special. It felt like, it made it felt real. Yeah. You know I, mean? I knew at that age, like, wrestling was, you know, fake. But like, part of me felt like maybe they really don't like each other. And they're right. just doing this <laughs> as, like, a part, like, they really hate each other. And, like, you know, they're just sucking it up just to get along with the right. show. But I really felt like anything could happen any night. I felt like everything felt off, like, like, non-scripted if everything felt like like I said just anything can happen it felt like they just went out there like alright go here we're doing the show yeah. do what you want yeah. and then like just... such a great angle to have like Vince McMahon be the, the, be bad, the bad guy, guy. like yep. he's not a wrestler but he was such a good villain yeah like yes. the, oh. like him and Stone Cold that rivalry lasted that, for years that was and it was so, so good. good yeah even like Vince McMahon wrestling him in like a steel cage mat like it was always so so good and then Big Show debuting in the cage yeah. match and throwing Austin through the through cage. The cage yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. They, wrestling's not as good anymore because they don't do shit like that. Oh, no way. He came but, up from the ring, right? From like the he ring, the yeah. In the ring. And then he picked up Stone Cold <laughs> and threw him through the cage. And he caused Vince to lose because yeah. Austin hit the, his feet hit the floor because he went through the cage. Right, right, right. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's so good because that was a thousand years ago and we can remember every second of right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That was yeah. Probably like Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Right? Yeah. 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 That was. I was about to say yeah. that. Yeah. I think he, had, he also had like another. I think it was almost on Raw. But he had to do a one hand behind yes. his back. Yes. You know. Yeah. That was like. <laughs> that was man. What a special time. Um, Matt, what do you got up? So to just piggyback off of you were talking about Papa Shango, the um, the next memory that I have is it's WrestleMania eight. At uh, the Hoosier Dome, was that that the Hoosier Dome in Might Indianapolis? Been, yeah. So it was Hulk Hogan versus um, Sid Justice. Yes, yeah, he was Sid WWE. Justice at the time. Sid Justice is another big dude. Yeah, he's, another big dude. Yeah. he's like also Scott just, Hall, just, just the ugh, worst the on the worst. Right. That that, that uh, clip where he's he's talking and he fucks up and he says, "Let's do it over." <laughs> and Mean Gene's like, "We're live, pal!" Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, we're oh my God. we're not pre-recording this. <laughs> oh my god! Right. But um, it was Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice, and Papa Shango oh. came out. And was like fucking him up or whatever, and then Ultimate Warrior came back. He yeah, was right. like out for however right. long at that time, and his music hit, and he just came running down the aisle. Was like it's like ten miles, like a long. half a mile long, and he's right. just running, <laughs> and he just comes in and just cleans house. And I remember <laughs> that as like so WrestleMania eight that I was probably nine years old, just losing my fucking mind because we used to have. My pet, we had the 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 illegal cable box. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. we always, uh, my friends in school would always come over for the pay per views, and I would record them and whatever. And we were all just going absolutely batshit <laughs> when he came out. Uh, my face is like hurting from smiling right now. <laughs> but it's just all that, so just fun because like, I remember all of oh it. Oh my yeah. god. That was that was a good one. <laughs> that justice thing's pretty funny though. Yeah, the, look up that clip <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen it. Oh my God! I mean, there's a time when he breaks his leg fighting oh my Scott God. Steiner. That's just vomit-inducing. It's yeah, tough to watch. Just thinking about that is ugh. And then I think like Animal was supposed to make his debut as like yeah. a so, like 
and he just had to come in and just like <laughs> tap him, kick him a yeah, couple he couldn't times. Really do like, anything. Couldn't do anything. Wow. Oh my god. Fucking Sid Justice, Sid, Sid Vicious, Just- Psycho Sid. Yeah. How many names did this guy have? But he never changed the Sid. Sid. It's always Sid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned Scott Steiner and another great wrestling moment. Any Scott Steiner moment is just gold because he's a maniac. Yeah. But Steiner math is iconic. Iconic. It's and pr- you do it, and it's like the math checks out. He's not like talking shit. It's like uh, yeah. It's like yeah, it, yeah, kind of like makes sense. One third. It's thirty-three and a third. Cut yeah. that in head. Yeah. Like holy shit! <laughs> I got a thirty-three and a third percent chance of winning. But I'm twice the man. <laughs> so that's 66.6. Like, oh what is God. going He's... on? And it's like, did he really like sit there and do all this math? I or think he, he just did it off the top of his head. He's just genius? crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> but that whole promo is just so ridiculous. Normally, you got a 50% chance of winning any match. But this is a triple threat. So you got a 33 and a third percent chance. But I'm twice the man. of. But I forget <laughs> it was even going against yeah, like Petey Williams That was like TNA era, yeah. right? Or whatever. But I'm twice the man, so I got a 66% chance, and he's half of the man I am, so he's only got a 15 And it just goes on for so long, and it you're listening, you're like, what a lunatic this guy is. But it's so memorable. It's so memorable, and that's all that matters, because how many years later we can recall that moment. That's why he's a star. And then what's also crazy, you, that you go back and you watch like old like Steiner Brothers match, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, he's actually a really good wrestler. Oh, he's great. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah, and like the the tag team moves that they oh, did, they so were good. unbelievable. They really you were. You kind of forget how great of a wrestler he because was because of how, of how he was on the mic and how crazy he actually was in in real life. <laughs> yeah, holler if you hear me. I remember right. when he stopped being part of the tag team. He like joined the NWO, and he was like the first time he was like a singles wrestler, and he was always like a big big guy. He was never small. Yeah, yeah. but he came out as like big Papa Pump with Buff Bagwell. And you're like, how much steroids? I mean, he had that. He like a tennis ball. On top yeah. Of his yeah, he had like a mus- muscles on top it, right? of the muscles. Is that what called? Like the peaks? Yeah. Right. Uh, that was nuts, man. But he was good, though. Like, he was so, great. So that, like, talk about attitude, man. Like, he attitude, had it. He, had, he was just like I said. Like, he was like, he was like nut. Like, he was just like, crazy. The way he came out, like, like this is like, that was unbelievable. For all the freaks out there. Yeah. <laughs> Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holler if you hear me. He, he came out with like a chainmail or something. Yes, on his yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, I like this finishing move. That was the Steiner brutal. recliner. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. He had yeah. the Steiner recliner, the Frankensteiner, the, yeah, that, was he had the Steiner uh, screwdriver. Yeah. He was great. His brother, I mean, Rick Steiner was all right. I he have was, no he, issues They with were great Rick. as a tag team. He didn't translate to a singles Single, wrestler. No, he, yeah. he very, very much was reliant on, on, on his Scott. brother. Yeah. 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 Um, I think my next one, I remember like. All right, so I looked it up. So he came out. This guy came out in '97, which is like mind blowing. This guy debuted, but I remember like the build up to this was when Kane came out. For the oh first my god, oh, yeah! I remember like crapping my pants. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like he was like the devil. Yeah, because yeah. like at this point, like you know, Undertaker was like the man. He you know he always was, but like when he went up against like Yokozuna or whatever or Shawn Michaels, like. These were like great, you know, adversaries. But like I, when Kane came, I feel like, oh my god, like he this met, guy can match him. He can, yeah. like, you know, he was just as big. Yeah, you know, like Paul Bear come up, go, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, like he would be like, and he just looked like he's very Michael Myers yeah. type esque. Yeah, like, didn't talk. The mask was just, great. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, oh my god, what a foe against. You know, and like I remember being a kid. I was like, oh my god, it was yeah, like he frightened. was he was scary. Yeah, and I remember Vince was the announcer. Who that was what was it? Bad blood or something like yes, that? Yes, wow, that, I had to wrote that cell. down. PJ, you <laughs> son the, of a gun. It yeah. was the bad blood. It was that like the first yeah. Hell in a Cell match, and uh, and McMahon just that's that's gotta be Kane. Yeah, <laughs> and he rips the door off the hinges, and yeah. Undertaker just looks like he's yeah. like. Yeah. Scared shitless because he's like seen a ghost because he thinks his yeah. brother. Yeah, it's, his, it's yeah. supposed dead to be brother. his dead yeah. brother. Yeah, who died, who died in the fire. fire that Undertaker set. Yeah, and he looks <laughs> like, like yeah. Jesus. Exactly. Christ, how are you not in jail, bro? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. So he he lit the fire because he was upset that he had a brother or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like yeah, it was I don't straight up the murder. Yeah. Yeah. It was premeditated murder. <laughs> but all that story made it such a buildup. Yeah. And then when he came out, like you said, he, I think he gave uh, Taker the the tombstone. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, Taker ain't no small dude, man. No. So yeah. to see him get manhandled like that, go whoop, you know, and that was Kane's like... tombstone was a, a sick tombstone. It was faster than the Undertaker. So like when he did it, you're like, oh shit, he just spiked that dude's head into the ground. Yeah, he right. just killed yeah. Undertaker. That was that's a good moment. That's yeah, one of the I always best loved when King gave. I always loved his choke slam. Yeah, because it was very at, he yeah, like, very like. Rare, 
Yeah, he grabbed and like really grabbed yeah, you yeah, by the, the fucking best throat. Slams in the best, and I like he couldn't feel pain. That was just part of his character. Yeah, voice yeah, yeah, the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember when he joined X Pac and they were like and the like weirdest buddies. tag team in the history. Yeah, but of the it kind of worked in a weird yeah. way. He was like a like he was like a like a like a doll, like a, like yeah, a, like like a, a rabid. Just no, like yeah, and he like tamed him. Was sick on you people. know what I mean? And like and like kind of stuff. I always wanted Kane to wear green when he was with X Pac. Yeah, I think everyone just to fit the. And then, like, just the random shit they would have that guy do, but he was like, if I lo- lose, he's at his voice box, and he's yeah. like, I will set myself on fire. <laughs> right. Like, this like, guy's oh gonna God. set himself on fire in the middle of the ring. Yeah. And then, like, he comes out in that match or whatever, like, it was a fir- it was the first blood match. If he lost the first blood match yeah. at King of the Ring to Austin, he was yeah. gonna set himself on fire. And you're like, this motherfucker, he's no way Stone Cold's going to yeah. lose to anybody. Yeah. Right. Kane's going to light himself on fire. I got to watch this. It but then just... at the same time, it's like, this dude's wearing a mask. How are you going to know if he's bleeding? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, all he has right. is an arm exposed. Like, what, are you going to paper cut this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stab him on the yeah. shoulder or something. And you say with Vince McMahon, I actually always used to hate when he used to commentate. Oh, he was awful. And he was, I remember when Kane would be like, oh my God, it's... <laughs> That's like, it was just like, oh. Like, he was, he was an awful commentator. Jeez. Uh, cringe. Uh, man, but yeah, that was really that like, was great. shit in your pants moments. Uh, Matt, what's your next one? So next one is probably, in my childhood, was probably the biggest heel turn ever. It was when Shawn Michaels Ooh, turned yeah. on Marty Jannetty. Wow. Yes. In the barbershop. Right through a barbershop. Wow. And he kicked him and hit him with the super wow. kick, and then he threw him through the, the mirror, plate glass yeah. window. Through the window, that's right. Wow. And, and like, in my, when... Whenever that was, however old I was, all I wanted was like Marty Jannetty to come back and like he was gonna kick the shit out of Shawn Michael and then like that it never, never happened. happened. And then he talked about how hot his daughter was or whatever. Now <laughs> some, and it's some weird super shit. creepy. Right. Um, that behind but, wow. the that but dark that side was, of the ring with Marty Jannetty wow. is wild. I don't think I've seen that one. Is that like the most? That was the fourth season. That was on this most recent. Okay. Season. I haven't watched wild. any of that yet. But um, yeah, like I remember, you know, eight years old, nine years old, or whatever. And it's just like, how could you do that, Shawn? <laughs> And then, like, to see him just then just catapult to oh, the yeah. superstar that he became, it was like, yeah. And then right. Marty Jannetty wound up teaming with Al Snow as the new Rockers. I think so. <laughs> Probably wow. some shit like that. Like, Jesus. he just went nowhere. They tried to recapture that Rockers energy with yeah. Al Snow. Jeez. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Al Snow. Yeah, right. you might be right. But he well, wasn't Al he, Snow. He was, he was Leaf. Leaf Erickson? Yeah, something like that. No, Leaf Erickson is a real guy. Leaf Garrett? Yeah, he was Leaf something. He I think Leaf, Leaf Erickson is a real yeah, person. Leaf Garrett might be a real guy. He was Leaf I think, something. I think both of those are real people, <laughs> and we're just assuming that they're wrestlers. I think Leaf Garrett is like a like a pop singer. Yeah, that's what they like say, that. yeah. Right? He was yeah. Leaf and something. I think Leaf Erickson is like a like a famous like explorer or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he was definitely Leaf Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy, yes, that was it. That was <laughs> wow, damn. Yes, I remember that yes. now. The new rockers. Yes. Yuck. That was a rough time. That was wrestling. a rough one. I'll tell you what. Uh, my next one is the biggest heel turn I can ever remember is Hulk Hogan being uh, a third man. Yeah, I mean, bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, just that's probably the biggest, biggest heel turn in the history of the world. No one saw no that coming. No, just, that was like, awesome, I get, though. Like, yeah, chills just, just thinking it. about that. You yeah. fans can stick it, brother. The new world order of wrestling, and it changed wrestling. Forever, yeah, mm-hmm. for life, yes. It yeah. just yeah. really. I think that made WCW like legit. It did. Like, and, like you and had Stone that, Cold, and you had that. Yeah. Whoa! And talking about yeah. how like you knew wrestling was fake, but thought something was real. Yes. When when Scott, Scott Hall just shows up, showing up, yeah. and like jeans, yes, exactly, and yeah. like just causing shit, yeah. and then yeah. Kevin Nash it just it's feels like, so oh my real. God, like are these dudes really yeah, like like, in, like interfering with exactly with this? Like exactly. it's crazy, like, like genius, man. Yeah. Yeah, but when Hogan did that, man, that was I remember he like walking very slow to the ring, right? And, and everybody's like, yeah, everybody's like, yeah Hogan's gonna save everybody. He's gonna save Macho and then Man. Just that bounce off the ropes and, and the leg drop, drop, yeah. And just everybody it was like, <gasps> it was just like, and just all the the garbage, garbage just yeah, getting thrown in the ring. Yeah. Oh man, it was so good. But I give him credit for not like like bailing out like even afterwards, yeah. like a week later, like he yeah. stuck he his stuck throat. with it. And it was you the know? best run of his entire career. Really yeah. was, yeah. Like that, that really, that like rejuvenated yeah. his career because at that time like yeah, yeah. Hulk, just the Hulk, idea Hulk of spray painting on the belt to the nwo yeah. like so, so cool so cool just yeah oh yeah it just you know then he came out to like hendrix now yeah, yeah. it's like when he played the guitar yeah. Yeah. 
and he had the, yes, the dyed, dyed like beard. five o'clock. It wasn't even a beard. It was like yeah, a five, five o'clock shadow. shadow. But black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just so, like, oh man, it was so, so awesome. cool. Yeah, that was a, so cool. Nash lawn darts Rey Mysterio into like a wall, or whatever it was. <laughs> right, it's right. just crazy. Uh, and I just real quick, I think I don't know which dial was one of those documentaries. They were just talking about that whole thing where like uh, Kevin Nash was saying like um, he used to wear a headband that yeah. was really inspired by Tupac. Yep. And they were saying like. Uh, Eric Bischoff used to get mad because you know people used to sell fake T-shirts in the yeah. parking lot with NWO, and he would be like, "No, no, let them sell it. It's helping us. It's right. It's actually good yeah. It's thing. like expanding the brand. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like you would see it on Raw. Yeah. It was like a wow. I mean, but yeah, Hogan, like you said, man, doing that, dang, just wild. Dang, yeah. Took the, my neck. That was my one PJ. <laughs> uh, that was gonna be one of mine too. I, you know but, what? Real quick with that match though, I didn't realize I was just like a, it was like a three on two three on or, three. Right. Yeah. We know who the third guy was. Right. That was the thing. But yeah, there was like the mystery the partner. Mystery third and the, partner. Yeah. Right. Alex, this isn't this isn't later on. We have a pop quiz between Matt and TJ. But I'm just curious. Do you guys know uh, who? Uh, I guess NWO had a fight. The three other guys they had a fight. It was Sting, Macho Man, Macho Man, and I want to say it was Luger. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I knew Sting and, and Macho Man. I couldn't yeah. remember who the third nice. was, but and yeah. all those dudes ended up becoming maybe the except NWO. For Sting. Yeah. Well, Luger became part of the NWO, but he was in the Wolf Pack, and Sting joined the Wolf Pack. Also. Right. Yeah, and he right. had the red face. The red paint. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a cool, also like a character change for him when oh, he oh, when he was like the bleach blonde, yeah. Yeah, neon I makeup when he was like that. We became basically Me the too. crow. I think. Yeah. Scott Hall was the one apparently yeah. that told him like, like "Yo, you, you seen the crow? crow? Like, just do that." Do that instead. Yeah, and that was Iconic. great when you watch him in the rafters, just yeah. like looking all creepy. Didn't, didn't say shit. Nothing. Yep. It worked. Just yeah. point at them with the bat, and that yeah. was it. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. cool. I guess my next moment was I remember as a kid, I loved the one, two, three kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, when he beat Razor Ramon, yeah. I was like, "Oh!" I remember my brother and I were like cheering because, like, you know, like. Even though we like racing, at the same time you're like afraid of him. Right. I'm like, hey, don't bully the one, two, three kid. Yeah. And then we beat him. That was like, oh my god, so triumphant. I mean, it was like that was, was on the first row, I think, too. Wasn't it like it the was first one of the early ones. Yeah. Wow. They were still doing it like yeah. the Manhattan. And that center. was yeah. just like a, um, you know, I remember that was like a big deal for me, and my brother. You know, he later on became an Xbox yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. And, the only but, thing I remember, I remember the very first raw. I remember one match. It was Yokozuna versus Coco Beware. Yes, and he just Yokozuna wow. just crushed him because of, of course. course he did. Like, yeah, we're right. not going to put Coco Beware over like that. The Birdman. Right, right. I was convinced. <laughs> speaking of Yokozuna, that that dude was from Japan. Yeah, I never would have said he was Samoan. He yeah, was no. Japanese. Yeah. Yep. I I still don't think he's actually yeah, Samoan. No. I'm still pretty sure he's yeah. Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he's absolutely not. He's yeah, one hundred percent Samoan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I just something real quick with that because because I thought of X Pac. I thought it was really funny when uh, when we talk about like, is this really real? It was remember when DX came with Inva- an army tag and they and invaded Nitro? Nitro. <laughs> I mean that was like that was great. That was like yeah. surreal. It really I remember was. watching this. I was like, like what that? Like it was just like it was unbelievable. You know, it was just that, and it was hilarious yeah. too. It was great. And Bro- wrestling was very funny back then. Bro Dog has like a stupid like. Like he had wearing the helmet had like a leaves on top to like look like camouflage or something. <laughs> Did someone so have a bazooka? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid, but it was so funny. Yeah, that what a what a great one of the greatest factions of all time. Oh, like, oh yeah, undeniable, oh, my God. hilarious man. I mean, I like the original DX when it was Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and they would do some wild stuff. Uh, but it was so much better when it got the Outlaws and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was so funny. I think the Outlaws are my favorite tag team of all time. Yeah, yeah they were they're, hilarious. They're up there for sure. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, at least of that era, the oh, best yeah. of that era, without oh, absolutely. a doubt. Without a doubt. And just having Triple H go like, you know, <laughs> the millions of us. <laughs> yeah. Let's get rid of yeah, this. Like that. Yeah. I, I still laugh at it's that. It's so I mean, funny because just... they still do it, which is even yeah. better. These guys are in like their 50s and 60s. Oh, my stuff. God. This, Let's get rid of him. That time period was also the funniest. And they had some How many kids stuff. were getting detention for so telling oh, yeah, their teacher to that. suck yeah, it? Yeah, everyone was telling everyone to suck it. Didn't they at one point, like, you had to turn the shirt inside out at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't wear the DX two-word suck it shirt. Right. That was, Wow. Sensational, uh, Matt. What's what's your next pick? So my next one, it's 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 not really an iconic moment. It's just a really fucking yeah. stupid moment that <laughs> that is ingrained in my head. And I had to look up what year it was. It was 1995, the Royal Rumble, and I remember word for word. I remember this entrance and exit. It was um, the the tag team men on a mission, 
It was wow. Mo and Mabel, and wow. then the, the, the manager. manager. I don't remember what his name was. But um, wow. it was Mo from Men on a Mission, and he comes down to the ring, and this is exactly word for word what they said. It's Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon, and Jerry Lawler says, oh, no, it's Mo. And Vince McMahon <laughs> says, it's Mo from Men on a Mission. And then Jerry Lawler just goes, look out, Mo. And he gets thrown out of the ring in three seconds. He just comes running in, and he goes, and just hearing Jerry Lawler say, look out, Mo. And then he just he laughs hysterically. That's maybe my favorite wrestling moment of all fun. time. It's so stupid, but it's the funniest thing I've ever seen on wrestling. There's just so many good moments like that. <laughs> Because it was, and they're right, they're all like the stupid moments, but they're so entertaining, you can't help but love it. Uh, I uh, I like the the beer bath and the milk bath. That's, oh, uh, yeah. Those are so good when he brings the, the beer truck and he just starts mo- spraying people down That was beer. big too, man. That was oh, really like so pandemonium. That was, all of those Stone Cold moments. And he drives her like into the ring and he like just hits the ring, the ring oh, like shaking. <laughs> Or when he put the cement, he drives the cement truck. That was at the Coliseum. He yeah. drives the cement truck and ruins McMahon's car. Yep. And like as a kid, you watch it. Like, is that really his car that he just fucked up? Like, <laughs> yeah, that? that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But and that was like, I think it was at that show because that was at the Coliseum. Like, yeah. All the ridiculous vehicles that they had Stone Cold yeah. drive, Mack trucks, like beer trucks, Zamb- the Zamboni, like you right. mentioned, all those wild things. But then when when he becomes a heel, he eventually. Turns heel, Austin, right? And the the face, the good guy, the face is now Kurt Angle, and he flips it around with the milk truck. It's right. one of my favorite things. Right. And Kurt Angle's on top of the milk truck, and he's doing the, the like the beer and everything, but he's doing with cartons no, of no, milk no, instead yeah. of cans of beer. Kurt Angle's just so great. He's, he's another great, he's, fantastic wrestler. That, yeah. I just remember him on top of the truck, and he's like toast the milk and he's got and I'm, shut like stone cold with the milk. beers yes yeah. it was just so funny and I'm sitting there thinking I would be shitting my pants with all that milk yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, way yeah, I could yeah, tolerate yeah. all that yeah, dairy yeah. diarrhea in my pants yeah. immediately <laughs> uh, speaking of Steve Austin I think when he won his first title against Storm Michaels at Wrestlemania 14 yep yeah. and when you know Tyson, Tyson was ref that was sick man you know that was in Boston and I remember um, they had a show like and not a show, like an outdoor promotional event, like right outside before it. And like Shawn Michaels was in the ring and Tyson was supposed to like come out. But then he like, he didn't show up or something. Yeah, but then yeah. the last minute he does come out and then Austin shows up and it's like this whole big thing. And it felt so real yeah. and authentic. And you know it wasn't. Right. But it felt That's like. That's what I was saying. It, like, it was like that thing where it was like, is this, what is this? It was like very blurred lines. It was like, it, that's what made it so special yeah. too. You know, and, and, uh. I want to talk about WrestleMania 15. Was when Rock versus Austin. Yeah, that right. First All one. All I can say is with that, I think that's one of the biggest, bestest buildups ever. Mm-hmm. And like I just remember those promos where they would do like they would play Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know during commercial breaks, or whatever. Like wow, you know, like and like, you know, when actually Mankind was the referee, you know, <laughs> yeah. in that. But I just he always, which was always always special, you know, you had Tyson as referee, but. Um, Actually, I think Earl Hedmer came out, right? I think yeah, or, or he had him out or something like that to like drink I, beer. I think like what wound up happening was like you get knocked out and like someone else yeah. runs in and all the refs getting knocked out all the time yeah. is yeah, always yeah, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, but I just remember like that Limp Bizkit. PJ, play it, play it. I'll play Limp Bizkit. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It just hit that stunner and like I don't know, just. I don't know, man. Just magic, man. Just I also really remember, I think it was WrestleMania 15 for that match. JR had been, had like had a stroke or Bell's, Bell's palsy or whatever. Yeah. And he wasn't commentating for a long time. But Stone Cold wanted him to call the match. Yep. And so he was like the, the ring, the announcer for that match. He was just, just he was just, on, just that yeah. one match, the main event. Because Stone Cold wanted him to like call the, uh, Call that match, yeah. yeah, which is awesome. But imagine being like Michael Cole, whoever was like uh, replacing yeah, him at that time. Mike. It's funny yeah. you said that, PJ, because I wrote in my, I just wrote down now how important Jerry Lawler and Jr. were to the ad. Like, oh, they, they really gave, were iconic broadcasting. Um, well. They were no one's ever going to top them. They made them. They made it even more real with him yeah. flipping out. You had Jerry yeah. was hilarious. You know, laughing yeah. at his own. He was also kind of like perverted and dirty. Yeah, yeah. the so, only the only team worked. that I could think of that's like is. Gorilla Monsoon, Monsoon and, and Bobby Heenan. Yeah, 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 Bobby yeah. Heenan is great. Right. Know. Abs- right, agreed. 
But yeah, those or two... Jesse Ventura, that was he was all right too. Yeah, Jesse Ventura yeah. was good as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, but yeah. he was also usually make. Oh no, he was around with Monsoon. He was around with Gorilla Monsoon because yeah. I remember him saying that yeah. in his Jesse Ventura voice. But yeah, those those two just made the matches so much more like you know special. You know? Yeah, because like, they had their own, they put their own personalities yeah. into oh, it. it. Just felt so... like Jr. Always, uh, um, Lawler, I mean rather, would always like root for the heel. Right. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. he would also be. Puppies? Funny about it and yeah. like whatever, yeah. I would always love puppies. Yeah, and he would yeah when the yeah, girls yeah, would come yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was great. And Jay always gets it's like oh oh that, that's enough you know like or like oh he just came up with he came up with the cerebral assassin the cerebral, all yeah. this the rattles yeah. yeah. that was all him these things that just came out of the blue. Well, I forget stomping a mud hole and walking, walking to dry. dry. Yeah, yeah. We would call the billion dollar princess. I think that was a, a uh, for Stephanie McMahon. The slobber knockers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just wow, just. Special, you know, man. but you know who was a great commentary team to go alongside of them was uh, Taz and Michael Cole. Yeah, I did yeah. like Taz a lot. I like Taz a lot. It's a Donnybrook, a PS6er. Mm -hmm. I like instead him, of yelling liked, Slobberknocker, he had his own. Yeah, I like Taz a lot. I also like Booker T as a uh, you know color commentary too. I He's never, not bad. I, I I I never liked Michael Cole when he had to do like Sunday Night Heat. You know, like kind of, I guess I gave Jr. with the night off. But yeah. I always kind of dreaded. I think now he's just, you know, Michael uh, Cole is actually a really good announcer now. Um, but in the beginning, he was like, just please put the other two. It's back. because they kind of gave him like a personality. Yeah. Like he became kind of like a heel, yeah. right, or something like that. This yeah, is for all, a while he was, it was like, like after I kind of faded out of wrestling. But, but he's much better now, where he's like one of the best that they pro. If you listen right. to him, call the matches. But back then, it well, was like him and Kevin Kelly. Well, right, that's so, yeah. right. I, I know there's that one clip that makes my my skin crawl. It's like I don't know what the match was, but um, someone gets thrown off the cage like uh, yeah. um, mankind. He's like, oh my god, what in the mankind? I was like, dude, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Michael, uh, Michael Cole, man, I don't know. Another one of my favorite Jerry Lawler <laughs> things is um the the Hell in a Cell when uh mankind got thrown off the top. Yeah, yeah. when he goes through the second time. Yeah. Through the top and falls into the ring, and Jerry Lawler just goes, "That's it, he's dead." <laughs> like, it's so good, it's really, so good funny, yeah. because like I don't think he was supposed to go through no, the cage. No, like, that was supposed to. And just the reaction, "That's it, he's, he's dead. dead." That's it. Like it's perfect. That was a crazy match. That, that match, was like a match like that would never happen to that kind no, of. Like, they'll never they, do that again. The, there's stunts now. You can but feel it. But it's more like you're watching like a stunt show, like a Universal yeah. Studios. That was like that was like madness. Yep. Yeah. Insane. Ugh. Um, Matt. Uh -huh. So, um, I just had. I know it we had a couple, and, of, and I lost around. it. I just want to, you know, into uh, a lightning round or just so anything, a, wrestlers, anything doesn't matter. Yeah, one other. Just going back to since we're talking about mankind. Um, I remember when he won the WWF title for the first time. It was on Monday Night yes. Raw, and it was one when they used to pre-tape it. it. Yeah. And on yep. Nitro, they said Mick. Fo well, spoiler: Mick Foley wins the. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. And I switched. Yeah, because those are the days where it's like yeah. commercial break for one, you switch to the other yep. one, yep. and like ah, this isn't that good, and you go back. I remember like, that. I feel like everybody switched over. Oh, I did oh, yeah. that. Tony it. Tony Schiavone was I the one who him. said that. I remember mm -hmm. he said, "Yeah, on that other show, Mick Foley's about to win the title. That'll put butts in seats." Yeah, and, and like, oh, everyone's like, "Yeah, watch everybody the other show. switched over to that." Yeah, yikes! I think Goldberg had to wrestle in front of no one watching him on TV. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. so many just great, great, great wrestling moments. The mm -hmm. more you think about it, like they just more you, the more they pop into your brain. Yeah, or like ECW had so many when they like crucified Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, and they had uh, yeah they crucified the same and they had to apologize right. about yeah. it. Yeah, which is it ECW? That I don't know who was wrestling. It was when the crowd started throwing all of the chairs. In yeah. The ring. yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was, was Terry Funk. Yeah, I think he said like I I need a chair. chair. Somebody threw a chair. chair, and everybody and they had to announce like, like stop, stop throwing, throwing chairs. chairs. Yeah, that was that was they couldn't get all of that killed. New yeah. Jack just murdering people in the ring yeah. because he's a, a madman, absolute like, psychopath. All of ECW is just one giant moment of ridiculousness. Yeah, but that it, had an attitude too. It did. It felt like that was like well, like our last episode with Matt was like that was like the heavy metal it of was. like wrestling. Yeah. yeah, you know everyone was like yeah that was a Taz. You had Rob Van Dam. And these, that's like, what, that's what was so guys. great about it. They guys. had like the extreme you know? like the Sandman's and the New Jacks, but then yep. they also had like Rob Van Dam. Yep. And and like all the the Mexican wrestlers, yep. the, the luchadors, the luchadors yeah. and stuff coming in and doing all this crazy shit that like you hadn't you had seen anywhere. before that. Like yeah, that was pre. Like cruiserweight division yeah. in WCW, they got all yeah, those like guys. Yeah, Ray Mysterio WCW. started there. Yeah, Ray Mysterio yeah. and Psychosis. Yeah, and super yeah. crazy. Super crazy. Yeah, there was a lot of. 
it got to the point where like all those ECW pay-per-views eventually became like just the same pay- it was just like here's the trip it's little guido versus super crazy yeah. versus whoever else but it was always, it was always good. entertaining always like oh entertaining. rob van dam and jerry lynn are fighting again but you know it's going to be it's going to be a banger. it's going to be, be an insane watching. match yeah. every time or sabu i mean how many times did rvd sabu? and sabu fight wow. yeah. the homicidal suicidal he yeah. was just it was so great all those characters and yeah I mean, yeah. Sandman coming through the crowd was always great. So my one of my personal favorite wrestling moments for me was um, I went to uh, ECW's Massacre on Thirty Fourth Street. The okay. last two ECWs were at the Hammerstein mm-hmm. Ballroom mm-hmm. B- before they closed down, um, and I forget what the final match was, but Rhino was involved somehow. Wow! And San- he won the title or whatever it was. Whoever he beat, I forget who it was. Sandman was gone for a while. He came back. And when we went to that show, we were supposed to be on the floor, and our we got to our seats, and one of our seats was missing. There just wasn't a seat in the row. Right, sounds about so right. So like, oh, we'll find seats for you, or whatever. And um, eventually, they were like, oh, we got different seats for you. Follow me. And they put us. If you've ever been to Hammerstein Ballroom, they have these little side boxes yep. where there's yeah, maybe like six yeah, or seven yeah. seats. And we were sitting up there, so we were looking down. And when Sandman came back, he beat the shit out of Rhino, and then walked through the crowd. And came up into our box. Oh, awesome. And to this day, I've never seen the end of this pay-per-view, so I don't know if it ends before that. Right. But if it doesn't, and you'll see my stupid ass and my two, like, 16-year-old friends with the Sandman, and he's, like, standing wow. arms out, like, wow. holding the belt. And it was the coolest fucking thing ever. And I don't, just a sidebar for no, of my that's personal awesome. That's memories. Awesome, e- well, yeah. ECW was just filled with those kind of wacky, off-the-wall, crazy moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was the final ECW pay-per-view, and Rob Van Dam was out for a while. Yeah. And he came back at that, and right. just the moment that opening riff right. for Pantera's walk hit, the place erupted. Probably I've never yeah. seen a crowd like that since. Right, Unbelievable. Right. He's maybe one of the most talented wrestlers of all time, Unbelievable. Rob Van Dam. Yeah. He's un- just incredible to watch the, the five-star frog splash. Yeah. The and best part about the five-star frog splash is nobody gets as high as Rob Van Dam yeah. every time he does it. Right. So great. And when he hits it, he... Hurts himself, Self? like he bounces off yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best five, the best frog splash of anyone. Yeah, I mean oh. Eddie's was great, but RVD's was yeah. better. No, oh, unbelievable. Yeah, he's the yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And his ring attire is just so cool too. He had like that that graffiti, like yeah, the old school like airbrushed yeah. tights, yeah. like Rick Rude used yeah. to have or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just oozing personality, man. Yeah. And so, like, the athleticism, like, jumping across the ring to kick a chair into somebody's face from one side of the ring to the other. Yeah. Unbelievable. The Van Daminator. Yeah. And, then and the, Van the Van Terminator. Yeah. That Shane McMahon wound up stealing and used a trash can for it and called it Coast to Coast. <laughs> yeah. Shane McMahon, for a non-wrestler, he Doesn't was a wh- psychopath. Yeah, he really is. Jumping yeah. off, like, the Titantron, doing, like, the... Yeah. The sign of the cross yeah. and then just jumping. Diving. Yeah. There was no move either. He didn't even, he just jumped off. Yeah, he the just jumped and just fell into shit. Mm-hmm. Or when Kurt Angle basically murdered him because they couldn't get the glass to break. Yeah, were, yeah that was, crazy. was he I think doing he broke the, his, I think he broke his tailbone, I think Angle before that, yeah. like right shortly right in that same match. And he had to like throw him as hard as he could again. And he couldn't get the thing to break and they just kept doing Like once it doesn't break the first time and maybe the second time, you would think we just won't do this anymore. Right. He just kept tossing the Shane McMahon through a. Like, what kind of glass was this that it wouldn't break? He's kept he used doing the real it. glass instead yeah. of the stage glass? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I think just, I don't know if it's like, it's not really a positive moment, but I think the finger poke of doom. Oh, you know, I remember that. I remember that was just like, I was like, no. I think that was like a big turning point because I think that was yeah. after that dec- uh, uh, you know, WWE. Yeah, that was like, yeah, like WCW was like that. They were like, at they were that done. Point, yeah, and then I never like when WWF turned to WWE. I feel like they lost their balls. They got the F out. Yeah. yeah, that was they, the shirt. Yeah, yeah. I will say, got something out of it. One of the best thing. moments, though, of all time, is when Vince buys WCW. That whole episode, and he just fires Jared <laughs> Paxton. He's like, "Oh, look, it's Jeff Jarrett. He's fired." Like it was just like nothing. <laughs> yep. I saw something the other day. Speaking of Jeff Jarrett, that blew my mind. Do you remember his dumb costume where he had like the yeah the, the... yeah he like... did you know that was supposed to be guitar strings and he was supposed to look like a guitar. Wow, I would never guess that. I never would have guessed God. that. I saw something online about that the other day. I'm like, never would have guessed that his stupid no. thing was supposed to look like a guitar. What a stupid outfit. That's that why Vince McMahon fired when he Double bought WCW. J. Double J. But that whole thing, when and then Shane comes out, the name on the contract says McMahon, but it doesn't say Vince. It's Shane McMahon, and it's just <laughs> so ridiculous. 
Ugh. Man, wrestling was so great. I miss old school wrestling like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that'd be a good segue to kind of just briefly talk about, um, you know, I guess the current state of wrestling, guys. Like, you know, is it still good? Look, I don't watch it anymore. I haven't watched it really since, like, you know, religiously since I was, like, you know, in high school. You know, that I just, yeah, yeah I, I lost total interest. I fade you know? in and out. That's what I do. Of it. Yeah. Like, when AEW came out, I was kind of psyched because it was, like, another promotion, right. you know? So I thought, and, like, I and started watching it and, like, I don't know. It's it just doesn't. It's probably because I'm my age at this yeah, point, that's a part of it. and yeah, I sure. and I stopped paying attention for so long. But it has its up and ups and downs. I think now with social media, I just watch. I watch clips. The clips. So that's I'll what watch I like too. Instagram reels mm-hmm. of like highlights of whatever, mm-hmm. and that gets me by. That's that's the same thing I do. I don't think it's it's definitely not as good as it used to be. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's terrible. Like there is some stuff that's really. Like, you know, the match quality and stuff like that. AEW has some guys that do some crazy shit. Yeah. You know, even in WWE, they have some guys that are, like, NXT that are really good wrestlers, and they put on great matches. It just doesn't have the same attitude attitude error. It doesn't have that attitude behind it that makes you want to keep going back. They do have, like, there's a new guy, LA Knight, and I've seen him. I don't watch the show, like you said, as much because I watch the clips. Yeah. He reminds you of someone that would cut a promo in the attitude error. Like, he could probably have that same kind of yeah. gimmick and that same kind of style. Is he an AEW guy? or a He's a WWE d- oh, okay. guy. His, uh, like his whole thing is instead of saying, he doesn't say what, he says yeah. But the way he does it, it's very entertaining. Like, you know, he has catchphrases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see a lot of catchphrases usually anymore, yeah. but he's bringing them back. And right. He goes, yeah! Like, that's one of his catchphrases. <laughs> and it's funny. Right. But the show itself isn't built like that anymore. So it, it doesn't, like... That style doesn't fit the rest, so it just doesn't... I almost feel like sometimes watching new wrestling, it's... Obviously, you know that it's staged, but it doesn't seem as, like, fluid with the moves. It almost seems like they're kind of figuring out as they go. Yeah, I wrote that on you. Instead of, like, pre-planning it or whatever, it almost seems like sometimes it just... Yeah, there's that... It seems very stiff sometimes. Mm. It doesn't have the same feel. Because it's like they're not planning out the whole match. They're just planning out that spot. the the big spots. Right, and then the rest is just, like... Nothing's yeah. happening, really. It's like punch, 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 yeah, headlock, headlock. Right. Oh, time for a spot. Let's do this cool thing. And then it's nothing again. Yeah, right. I and, agree with and that. And maybe that got kind of ruined with, like, some of the Attitude Era with, like, the big, like, the TLC matches and right. stuff where it was just big spots and all these things. And they're trying to do that, so they're not focusing on, but like, the actual. But that was, like, one match. Right. Now you can't do that every match. It gets exhausting. Yeah. And that, but I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, the way to Corey, there's one, like, I think I told PJ about this once before that, uh, it's like it looks like they're doing like ninja stuff. Right. And they're like doing cartwheels, and then they they both stop at each and other. They pose at each other. It's yeah. like at the end, you're like, Get it's just, yeah. It's just not the. It's not the. You know. It, it feels like, old, like but... I feel like it's like now when you watch, it looks like medieval times. You're yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's, it's not as good. You know? It's not as good, but I don't think it's terrible. But it's definitely and not I, as good. And I feel like WWE is is very catered towards. Like kids, oh, and like yeah. family now, it is. now, it's now not, it is. Oh, absolutely. Which was refreshing when AEW came out and they were doing like some of the extreme ma- and like bleeding and stuff yeah. like that. I feel like that kind of it got kind of lost in WWE because yeah. they they went too family friendly. I think they need to exactly steer not steer away from that because that's that's, gonna, where that's the what money makes is. the that's money what makes them the money. But I feel like they would maybe reel some fans back in by kind of yeah. And, and they don't. It. They need to just let somebody get over organically and make yeah. them the star. Right. They weren't. They didn't set out to make Stone Cold the biggest star in the history no. of wrestling. Yeah. He just had that kind of. He that had that personality. One yeah. Austin three sixteen. And, and it just, just caught, whoop, it and, caught fire, yeah. and he became the face of the company and brought the. Now they're trying to manufacture yeah. a star, yeah, and it doesn't work because if you don't care about him, doesn't matter how much you put them on TV. I'm not going to care. Yeah, about Yeah. Right. Them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the big thing. They don't let anyone get over, and then. If you're the creative team, just watch the the show and be like, well, they're cheering for him. Let's make him the star. Yeah, like let's yeah. push him to, to do, do this. Yeah. They just they know ahead of time what they want to do, and they just stay on that path. And I think that's what makes it less fun to watch because it's like oh, you know yeah. who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. no, like, surprises. Like, you can yeah. pick the winner yeah, like, of every match. I, I don't follow it, like, but hasn't Roman Reigns been the champion for, for like, forever? Like, but he doesn't, like, wrestle ever? Right. Like, like once every couple of months he'll be in the main event. And yeah. Meanwhile, like, like in the in the attitude, it was like every Monday every, night there was yeah, the title, title defense. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know? And it brings like excitement to the show because you could at any time have a new champion. Yeah, right. The, you want to talk about them breaking records, but of course he broke the record if you didn't defend the t- They just had a... Someone just broke Honky Tonk's Man Intercontinental. Yeah, I saw thing. that. And he's a great wrestler, that guy, but he had like 450-something days of the champion, mm-hmm. but you defended the title over a year, like 12, yeah, right. 20 times, 12 times. Like yeah, you, right. You're not you're not defending, and of course you're gonna. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Exactly. Right. It's not like Santino Morello when he had the honky tonk uh, counter at the end of each <laughs> thing. The honky tonk man was the Intercontinental right. Championne, and he would like try and build up how he was gonna beat it, and it was right. like he would defend the title when he would do that, and then he lost. But mm-hmm. you know, it was funny and it was entertaining, and he was defending the title. Now it's just like you win a title and that's it. it sits on your shoulder for two years. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's because there's no so like they, they don't yeah. have guys to. To put like yeah. in that era, it was like Stone Cold could be the champion, The Rock, mm-hmm. Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Like they had yeah. all these guys that could just who be could be the champion at any time. Now it's just like they have a couple guys, yeah. and they don't give yeah certain I, guys good pushes. John Cena is the last real star. Yeah, and that was yeah, yeah the last kind of like organic yeah. sort of. And I think another problem is like they make they made every title weaker. Like intercontinental doesn't doesn't mean, mean anything, anything anymore. That used to be for, that was used like, to be huge. When huge. I was that to me was like bigger than yeah, because it was guys like Mister Perfect exactly yep. and they, Rick Rude exactly. They were the workhorse of the, yeah. of the company. They yeah, they, the they, that title was like always yeah. Yeah, like, up for grabs. Now it doesn't you know like that doesn't mean anything. I mean we're in PJ's store right now and it has some of it. I don't I hate that belt. And when you have that the spinner, there, the John Cena spinner. I, I want as soon as they, I guess I didn't like the only thing I don't like about Austin was he had his own belt. I think it started to. Oh, I love that smoking skull. I belt. think it looked cool, but I think it took I away like. like like the prestige of having a belt, you yeah, know, like winning yeah. this thing. There used to just be times certain, where, like, yeah. when Ultimate Warrior was the champion, and like the the strap, the, the white strap or was white or, green or whatever. whatever. Yeah, right. That was the only time they changed it. But when they had like when they changed the belt in the Attitude Era to like the blue strap, mm-hmm. that was the last like decent looking belt. Yeah, I think they're just so ugly now. You know, like, yeah. Now it's just like the big WWE big logo on it. Yeah, like, it's just, just I I like the awful. custom Stone Cold belt with the smoking skull. But, like, that worked for his character because he had that attitude and he's like, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, yeah. like, the fuck the company attitude and everything. Yeah. So you could see it work. John Cena didn't need his own custom belt. It was fine when he did it for the U.S. championship. Right. Like, I didn't right. care. He had the spinning U.S. They didn't need to do it for the world title. You don't need a a, a custom belt for every single just, wrestler. Like, it just looks. It cheapens just, it. it. Yeah. It, exactly. It looks so I don't ugly. mind when they change out the side plates. Right. They do that now. Oh, they would do that. That's fine. But they the, do that now. They have the stupid big W logo, but then the side plates are specific to yeah. the wrestler. I think that's fine because the belt is the same. But I but agree. It we looks don't so, need... looks so much prestigious when you yeah. want it. Yeah, it's like the like, WCW yeah. title when they had the nameplate on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, exactly. Whoever was felt the champion so had the yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like, real, yeah. you know, like a yeah. status, you know? And yeah. I also, I think there's just like, I don't know why, but when it was the, the, the WWE champion... Then you had the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Champion, and there was a European Champion, yep. and like a tag team. I don't even count the hardcore, right? Yeah, that right. was a gimmick. Yeah, that was yeah. But that was it. But now I feel like you, there's so you have a, a raw two H- world titles. Yep. You have a U.S. title. You have a, an Intercontinental title. There's the NXT belts. There's this belt. There's this belt. Everyone's like a every, champion. Every brand has, has its own has its own yep. set its of own belts. Set of titles. But now you have like 13 belts running around. So like everyone's yeah. a champion. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's, yeah, you used to have to work to be a champion. Like if you got the the opportunity as a wrestler, yeah. like when, even if you won like the European Championship, that was like oh shit, that's like a stepping stone. Right. And then maybe they would build their way up to the Intercontinental, and eventually yeah. maybe they get over. But now it's like you just gotta walk into the arena. You might leave. Yeah, the it's belt. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I hey, can you be got, a champion. You got I think, tights and boots. We'll give you a title. Yeah, yeah. And I think also cause just remind me, just I don't like how it's filmed now. If there's too many cuts, like camera cuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, man, I remember, if you look at old footage, it's just one. Yeah, just watch the match. That's it. Like one that steady. That might be why cam- it, it kind of looks the way it, it does, too. Why it looks yeah. so, yeah. like, kind of not put together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably it, that. It's not an action show. I mean, it, right. obviously it is, but it's really it's more sport. storytelling. It's, it's storytelling, and it's supposed to feel like a sport, yeah. right? Like, you right. know it's not, but if you watch, like, a boxing thing, it's not like all these random-ass yeah, Exactly. You just watch the ring and yeah. you watch these, and they, and like, and they might circle around right, a little exactly, bit so to get you can see it. But, exactly. That's But stupid. now they, you're right. They film it like it's a like a law and order or something. Like mm-hmm. it's, Right, yeah. My, look, I'm curious with you guys. I have a proposal. Okay. If I was my own Vince McMahon, or maybe my own had a lot of money. So I'm thinking to bring the attitude back, 
I would get like Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Be ex- only on Netflix. It'd be more for like PG thirteen. Okay, yep. we're not gonna be dropping f bombs on there or anything. Yeah, but like two hours, right? That's it. Live stream it yep. live. That's it. Have like some kind of. I guess you're starting the show from scratch, you know. So you have like some kind of tournament, tournament, you know, get some kind of thing like that. You bring back like hardcore matches, like something nothing like completely off the wall. You know what I mean? Like yeah, where they're fighting in a Chuck right. E. Cheese because exactly. it's a 24 hour right. belt. And or you whatever have like a that, vibe yeah. where it's like I just finished watching Breaking Bad. Well, you have that kind of vibe where, like, it's like this is you played it straight, where you can have some levity in it, mm-hmm. but it's played straight. And I think you could have an audience there, so yeah. I think, like, if someone was like, Hey, how would you make a successful wrestling company? I, I would just it's all about the storytelling. Yeah. I think, I think it needs to be more adult oriented for sure. And I think even necessarily the skills of the wrestlers are less important than the character. Yeah, of course. Nobody watches these shows because they want to watch the wrestling. Yeah. Like Ric Flair, I think he's an awful wrestler. But awesome he's on the so mic. entertaining. That yeah, one of the yeah. greatest of all time. Yeah. Absolutely. On the mic, Easily, a master. Yeah. That, and a that's master. what I think. And the ring, horrendous. But <laughs> That's what I would do. I would just get work on the characters, and then you'll... The match itself, you care about the match because you care about the characters. If you don't care about... Yeah, like, the, there's not... Again, I don't really watch it that much, but there's no like. I always go to to ravishing Rick Rude. Right. Was always such a good heel because he would just come in and just trash the the audience of whatever yeah, yeah. city he was in. Yeah. All and you put, uh, fat, sweaty uh, Kansas City sweat hogs. <laughs> what, what did he have? Like, uh, what's his face? His wife on his pants. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, was it, was it Jake? I think it might have been. I yeah. forget. But yeah, he had somebody's his wife, wife on his pants, airbrushed like, on his pants. <laughs> yeah. So, but he was. Uh, so good. One of my favorite wrestlers and then, like, of all time. You know, Val Venus was like the next like incarnation of that kind of yeah. character. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. But they don't have characters like that anymore. Or now. he was so like simple like Norman Smiley. Oh yeah, know? Norman Smiley. He was yeah. funny. He was. was like simple. Like come out. I agree. Yellow trunks and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, just silly kind of what yeah. entertaining. Yeah, that's what you want. You want it to be entertaining. You want it to be entertaining, and you need. That's what the show is missing, mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Everyone is trying to make it feel so real now, like they're actual fighters. And- Where it actually feels phony, and, and inadvertently actually makes it feel more phony. Exactly. So, exactly. Gotta- I th- if, what I would do if I would, was, I would stop bringing back guys like fucking Goldberg. Like and, Bill Goldberg? Bill Goldberg? And, 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 and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> it's like Vince McMahon, I feel like, has this obsession with like these big, giant yep. sort of guys yeah. who mm-hmm. don't really have mm-hmm. any like charisma. Or, or anything like no, that. I mean, yeah. He can bring back Brock Lesnar as many times as he wants, but he's the only one. Yeah, he's I mean, that guy. You don't have to put the title on him anymore, but he can still go. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you they, do, they bring back all these old-time wrestlers, like, and you're like, I don't need to see this anymore. It's like Goldberg's been the, doing the same thing. I'm just going to trash Goldberg now for the rest of this episode. Um, yeah. He's just been the, the same the, for 20, 30, 25 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. I remember going to... Um, Nitro was at the Coliseum. Yep. Nassau Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a special, like... Five-hour episode. Yeah, I was there. An extra hour. I was there for that. And I remember it was uh, Goldberg versus a mystery opponent, and it was when he was undefeated yep. and, like, whatever. Right. And his fucking opponent was Meng. Uh, like, no disrespect to him, but, like... Come on. Come on, yeah. dude. What the fuck? Like, I rem- really? <laughs> I remember the Nitro girls coming at... Booed? Just mercilessly booed I remember that's my favorite part of that episode because I was there also and in the beginning the Nitro right. Girl comes out and everyone's like oh cool Nitro Girl eh. yeah. by the end of like this they filmed like a five or six I felt like a six hour Nitro and a Thunder right. in like the same episode yeah, it was, and by the end of that show the Nitro Girls came out and everyone was like fuck these bitches I want to go home At one point, I remember specifically <laughs> seeing it on TV you hear the booze, and one of them just goes like, ah, forget you, like, just throws her right. hands up and, right. like, at us, uh, like, I remember oh, that. Forget you guys. I went with my, that show with my dad, and he always he always laughs about that episode because he, he was not a wrestling fan. He took right. me because I was his kid, and I wanted yeah. to go. And, you know, like, he was a champ. He sat through all these wrestling events with his kid that he didn't want to be at, but I remember that one was, uh, was just terrible. I have a, a specific memory from that also. my uh, I was in high school. I was in ninth grade. And one of the security guards at my high school was a, a wrestling mania. He used to come and just sit at our lunch table and, like, I went to ECW the other night. I got hammered. Right. New Jack <laughs> threw stuff into the crowd, and I started smashing myself in the face with an exit sign. We're like, what right. are you t- like? Why are you telling us this? You're a fucking crazy person. <laughs> but he was at this. We were sitting. like We had, like, ringside seats, TV, cameras facing us. And he was sitting a couple rows behind us. And this kid, his name was Mike Speranza. 
he had a he was there with his dad and his little brother and the security guard from my high school wound up sitting next to them not knowing and he just had a giant sign that just said Speranza is gay. Yeah. <laughs> and oh just next God. to his kid's dad. And the dad was like, what? And he realized it and he just like folded it up and like threw it under his seat. Right. And that's like my main memory from that aside from the, the Nitro, Nitro Girls. getting destroyed. Yeah, just everybody hating them. Oh, it was, it was funny how much they got hated. <laughs> it was really, I just think back now, they were getting just... The most heat of the night. <laughs> yeah, Nitro yeah, no, yeah, no one had more heat. It could have been Hulk Hogan could have come out and turned heel again. It would right. not be. He wouldn't have got booed as bad as the Nitro girls did right, that right, night. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, one of you might get booed because we're doing a pop quiz. All right. Oh, boy, here we here go. Here we go. So there's 12 questions. Oof. Okay. I feel like so, I'm going to get embarrassed on this. No, like, no, I'm not no, going to no. know any of these. So basically, who answers first? You know, give it to you. All right. Okay. All right. Um, here, so ring the bell. Ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, when did the first WrestleMania happen? Like what year? Eighty-five. Eighty. Oh, right. Yeah, damn. I knew okay. it was because I was born eighty-three. I thought it was eighty-four, and eighty-five. It was uh, Hogan and Mr. T versus, I want to say Piper and Orndorff in the main event. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know it was the tag team was the main, uh, main event. Okay, nice. Um, number two. Okay, it's, it's a Shawn Michaels question. Okay. What does HBK actually stand for? Heartbreak Kid. Ooh, that was oh. quick. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay. What a great gimmick, too. So great. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a ridiculous theme song, too. Right. When oh, he was but sing- he's singing it? Do you remember? What, it was Sherry sang Sherry, the original yeah. one, right? Wow. Okay, so this takes place in 2005. So Ooh. John Cena <laughs> just released a rap uh, uh, album, a rap album. What is the name of the rap album? Is it Thugonomics? No, that's actually a good guess, though. I. Board Life? The, the champ is here? So I have no idea. I'll give idea. you a hint. For those at home, um, I'm waving my hand in front of my face. Oh, you oh, can't, you can't see, see me. me. Yeah. Okay. I give it to Matt. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that was after my. I mm-hmm. I yeah. start like. Mm-hmm. By the time John Cena was like blowing up, yep. I was already kind of out. Okay. Uh, number four. Who holds the record for the most victories in the Royal Rumble? Stone Cold. Yep. Three. Ooh. Right. Uh, I didn't have any. Uh, I think it's three. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. This is you have to use your. Uh, your time machine for this oh one, okay? <laughs> sort of, sort of, you know what I mean. So, MTV had a TV show called Tough Enough. It was okay, like a, yeah. Like yep. a documentary mm-hmm. about, okay? Name the male wrestler who won the first Tough Enough. Was it Maven? Yeah. Yes! Whoa! <laughs> okay. so, what I... Okay. Nice. I remember Sorry, the Maven, girl but... was Nydia. Wow! Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. watching just... that show, but I remember Maven. Yeah. Maven, it's a stupid he name. Actually, just he, a stupid he name. Appeared, just a... He appeared in the Royal Rumble, yeah. and he, I think he actually eliminated Undertaker. He did. Which was crazy. That he even, it's cool that Undertaker let him have that. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, who was Macho Man's girlfriend? Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Five then later, Gorgeous George scared. in WCW. I'm and he had Sherry for a while, right? He when he did, was Macho yeah. King? The Macho King. Okay. Uh, there's a wrestler named IRS. What was what was his name? What did it say? Erwin R. Scheister. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Name the wrestler who was, in fact, Samoan but billed as uh, from Yo, Japan. Kizuna. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bringing it back around. Like, Callback. This, this yeah. bastard. Okay. Charles Wright was the Godfather and Kama. What other spooky character did he wrestle as? Papa Shango. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you said that. Yeah. This guy's come all the questions. Okay, this is my favorite one. Okay, Dean Malenko was the man of a thousand holes, but how many holes did Chris Jericho have? Thousand and one. Yeah. Thousand and four. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it was a thousand and one. Yeah. And, and it was armbar. Right? <laughs> right, right. I thought it was, a, I have 1,004 holes. Yeah, that's how you saw me running around. And he would sit, he sat in the ring, and it was like three segments long just reading lists. And with every, like, everything was an armbar. <laughs> oh my God, I think it's a tight score right now. And you yep. called him Stinko Malenko. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, what does, what does Triple H stand for? Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh. My brain doesn't work that fast. <laughs> okay. Now, PJ, you need this to tie. Okay. Matt, if not, Matt will win. All right. Okay, here so we here we go. Mankind was the first to be awarded the the hardcore championship. Who did he lose the belt to? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I tried to. I can't even it. remember who else had that aside from Crash it, Holly, yeah. but it definitely was wasn't. Was it Al Snow? No, that's a good guess, though. Like, so he, Man? Mankind, yes! 
Wow. Who? Big Boss oh, Man. Oh, wow. Big Boss Man. When yeah. he dressed in all black. Yeah. I have to think of a... Uh, From Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> Serving hard time. Oh, crap. Remember Nails? Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be <laughs> one of my questions. Okay. Um, that was another one where it was like, I was like, is this guy real? Right, right. <laughs> this guy really got out of jail when right. Boss Man was a, <laughs> was a police officer. Okay. <laughs> Fucking uh, stupid. Okay, who can I, I'll do my best impersonation. Okay. Uh -oh. so, this, <laughs> so you guys just, you just point and whoever says it, you know, name the wrestler. It's basically name the wrestler. Okay. okay. This wrestler was telling a story about Macho Man and he said, <laughs> it was on, it's on Joe Rogan, all that kind of stuff. He's like, you got to get bit first. I don't need no antidote. I, I, uh, oh, uh, Jake the Snake. Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> when he bit, that, that was another memory. Yep. That was one that <laughs> I had. That's the winner. That's the winner. Raise when, his arm. He got the, the champion. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Give me the belts, the spinner belt. <laughs> um, when we were talking about one that I almost mentioned was when the snake bit Macho Man. Yeah. He had him tied in the ropes. Does it bite yeah. his arm? And he, yeah. yeah. Bit yeah. him a couple times. Son. That was nuts. But, yeah, but the folks at home watch that clip with him telling the story how Macho Man wanted him to get bit by his sniper <laughs> to prove I it wasn't venomous. That, yeah. And he's like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want you to know what you have to do. Like, he, he did his voice perfectly, Jake the Snake. He's like, don't get no, I've seen that you know, clip. no yeah. medication, yeah, no pingle, no beer. Like, just straight up. He's like, all right, I'll do it right now. But he wanted to get revenge. Yeah. He made the snake all riled up. Yeah. And that snake wouldn't let go, but Damien was the snake. Yeah, that was uh, really one of the best heels of all oh, time. So oh, great. That's so what I'm saying. Great. Back then, you had he character. seemed yeah. so like sinister, and just like twit. Yeah. Like when a... he would do like his interview segment, was it the Snake Pit? Whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. It was... Just oh man, just like Grease had that the mullet and that. He just looked like. I also like didn't a... real. I didn't know that. I thought that it was just his move, and he made it fit. He invented, invented the DDT, DDT, which is crazy. Yeah. Like he invented that, that move. Holy he crap. invented it. Yeah. Did they make, did, who was it that he wanted to take it on like the, the concrete and he's like, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> I do this. Oh my God. He's like, if yeah. I do this, he's going to then they Just get the, it. And the way he like snapped it. Like, yeah. It, yeah. No one else can Crucial. do a DDT. The yeah, only no. person that has a DDT, I think, even close to that is Raven. Yeah. Raven yeah. He did it well DDT. too. Yeah. yeah. He was good. That whole flock, Billy Kidman, yeah. all those cats, sat, that, that was a great yeah. group. Um, but wait, well done, Matt. It's sensational, man. Damn. Uh, that was yeah, a great I battle. I wasn't going to do that great. I felt that, great, great battle. That was great. Pretty good. Yeah. Old but, school uh, wrestling. Uh, but I guess, Matt, do your best promo to promote uh, any of your uh, all right. um, uh, businesses, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, Windows Down Zine on Instagram. That's my photography page, hardcore punk metal shows. Um, and then I don't know if this is airing after the show, but September 22nd. Doing a 40th birthday show with a bunch of local Long Island bands at Amityville Music Hall. So if you're around, come to that. Um, but thanks so much for having me, guys. It's a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for coming. We really appreciate it. Yes. And we are going to be back. So Yeah, we, yeah. We, we need a rematch, guys. Yeah, yeah. rematch. We need a rematch. <laughs> he wants you back in the ring. That's right. <laughs> PJ wants you I'll back in the ring. You. I'll see you. I'll see you in the night. The Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, we coming for you. Um, <laughs> maybe cut that. <laughs> ladder match. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the store. We actually have a ladder in here. We can do a ladder. Oh, we have a ladder. And we have a table. We have a table. And we have, and we have, table. Chair. And we have chairs. TLC match right in the store. <laughs> well, guys, we'll see you uh, same time, same table. Have a good one. <laughs> Put you through the table, right? Hey there, kids. It's your old pal, Uncle PJ here. Hope you enjoyed our second episode with Matt. Uh, we had a great time talking about old wrestling shows, and I'm sure he'll be back on the show again sometime soon. In the meantime, tune in next week. Me and Mike will be back guest-free. It's just going to be an old-school episode with the two of us. We look forward to seeing you at the Cool Kids Lunch Table. All right, kids. Have a good one. Make good choices. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.